0: Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcome, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Lessons from Floro. And ask me questions if i was confusing congratulations to the dodgers i don't think i actually said that in my prior podcast when a team wins a championship it should be protocol to say congratulations because so much of our society seems to be um starkly partisan in one fashion or another depending upon the field and the premise of the dodges won the world series Congratulations. You can be a Dodger fan. You can be a not Dodger fan. You can be a Giants fan. Congratulations. It shouldn't kill you to say congratulations on your being happy today. Quite a few do- I'm really happy for Clayton Kershaw. He's been really good for a long time. Things have happened. And finally he gets a ring. It's cool. Um, he, he's, he's earned it. And... He pitched well in the World Series. So, yeah, there uh congratulations to the Dodgers. And one of the things that I strongly recommend is to keep an eye out for stuff that you can see or hear or read that you can learn future lessons on. In the second inning, the Dodgers were in a bit of trouble. They were already down one to nothing. There's a runner on, maybe there's two runners on. I can't even remember. But uh Dylan Floro was called in out of the bullpen and struck out a hitter on three pitches and was thusly lifted at the start, to start the top of the third inning. Floro did his job. And back in the day, Dylan Floro was a Cub. I say, you know what? I know he was a Cub, but I really don't know much about him from when he was a Cub because When he was a Cub, I was talking about him as far as, well, is he a prospect? Will he develop, et cetera, all that kind of stuff. And he was placed on waivers, claimed by the Dodgers. And, well, after a few steps, the um, story has evolved. Are there lessons the Cubs should learn from Dylan Floro But even more importantly than that, way, way, way more. I'm extending my arms about as far as they can go. Way more importantly than should the Cubs learn a lesson from Dylan Floro. Should we, as baseball fans, deeper dive fans of the Cubs, learn something from Dylan Floro. I'm not going to pull the stunt that some people like to pull with, for instance, the white Snell removal and say Dylan Floro would have done exactly what he did with the Dodgers if he was still with the Cubs. No, I'm not going to say that, because we can't know that. Once Dylan Floro was designated for assignment, placed on waivers, and claimed by the Dodgers, the Cubs' claim on Dylan Floro's future was finished. What he learned with the Dodgers, and then later with the Reds, and then later back with the Dodgers, has very little to do with the Cubs. It has to do with his timeline, his learning, his development. Learning what things make sense, what things should be tried, what things should be prioritized, is part of doing the deeper dive stuff. We're not always going to get it right. We're not always going to know what would have happened, but it's very legitimate to ask questions along the lines of what would have happened if. And that's what this podcast episode is about. Um, Dylan Floro, oh, by the way, uh, thanks for stopping by the podcast. I put effort and quality into each one to try to assure information you won't necessarily get as promptly or completely from most other sources. If you have friends that might enjoy this sort of informational delivery service on Deep Dive Cubs News, send them a link of an episode that might resonate with them. Not sure if this is that first one for them, but you know your friends better than I do. Hitting like, share, follow, retweet, or subscribe is also appreciated. Ask if you need assistance on sharing. Much of this podcast is on assessing value. As you assess the value this podcast provides you, most podcast delivery systems allow a link for you to contribute to the podcast in the fashion that is most applicable for you. Anchor also allows sponsorships for podcasts. Thanks for any and all levels of support. Dylan Floro attended TCU, Texas Christian University. He was a, uh, let me see, he was a 13th round draft pick out of Fullerton. I'm saying Fullerton, it's, I'm really not a big fan of the California state system as far as what I'm supposed to call schools, because I've been hollered at online for how can you be such an idiot for misstating what a school is. Fullerton, the big school in Fullerton. That's the one I'm talking about. Cal State Fullerton, Cal Full, Fullerton, whatever you're going to want to call it. Um, 2012, he was a 13th round draft choice by, by Tampa, who had also drafted him in 2009 out of high school. So Floro goes to Tampa Bay, hangs around there for a while, moves up through their system. In January of 2017, they tried to run him through waivers. The Cubs claimed him. 2012. (laughs) I'm guessing he had a couple years left of toggling still to go. I'm not 100% sure on that. But um, he was claimed on waivers from Tampa. And with the Cubs, he pitched in three games. One of them was a May 9th game where Jake Arrieta kind of got pounded out in Colorado. Floro came in to pitch the last uh, two two and a third inning, something like that, close it out, pitched fairly well. May 28th, he came in in relief again of Jake Arrieta. This time the Cubs had led 13-1 to going into the ninth inning. And Floro was on the mound for giving up five runs to the Brewers in that game. And in his final outing with the Cubs, he... Well, John Lester didn't escape the first inning and gave up ten runs. That game was pretty much over from before it started. And Floro came in, pitched actually fairly well in that game. So, he pitched in three games with the Cubs. He was... Mostly a long reliever, and in the three games he pitched, two of them he pitched fairly well. Roster decisions needed to be made. Someone needed to be designated for assignment, and Floro got the short straw. The Dodgers claimed him on waivers. After the 2018 season, Floro was declared a free agent. He went to Cincinnati, played with the Reds for a portion of 2019, came over to the Dodgers in a trade that, I can't remember what it was, nor did I look it up, nor actually am I going to look it up. But he came over to the Dodgers, I'm pretty sure it was a trade, and eventually figured it out with the Dodgers. Now, where I'm going with this is, I made a tweet during the, Game six of the World Series. Saying, times I've heard people say, this pitcher sucks. I guess the. No, I I, I play it the other way. How many respect points do you get from me? How many respect points do you get from me when you say, this pitcher sucks? The answer is. Zero. You get no respect points from me at all for saying that. You're basically being completely reactionary. You're looking at something that's going on in the field. Something has already happened. And now you're making a judgment decision on what's already happened. Zero points for that. How many times have I heard someone say, I'm not aware enough of how pitchers develop? nor am I particularly aware of how this player is specifically developing. So I think I will withhold my assessment on the player because I don't have enough information. If a person makes that sort of a statement, they get about 7,200 respect points. You quite often hear people say, oh a man, this guy sucks. Whereas very rarely do you have someone say, I don't think I have enough information to decide if this guy's any good or not. The second person is a much more entertaining person to talk to because they know that they don't know what they're talking about. They know that there's not enough information. How many outings will it take for you to have a solid opinion on how good a pitcher is? 40, 50 outings? 20 at least? With a hitter, how many at-bats does it take before you're going to say, yes, I have a confident opinion on how well he is going to do for the rest of his career, or at least through his cost-control seasons? What does that, be about 400 at-bats, 800 at-bats? But yeah, baseball fans want to throw people, missile launch pitchers up to the sun if they give up a home run. Wow. I'm much more interested in long-term planning than short-term reactionary um, vindictiveness. The Cubs used Dylan Floro three times. Two of them he pitched rather well. One of them he got pounded. And in neither of those games was he used in the fashion that the Dodgers use him. Dodgers use him, come in, make 15 pitches, Throw as hard as you can, use your secondary pitch, and then leave. 15 pitches, then leave. 15 pitches, then leave. How many times do the Cubs do that? Carry the four, zero. The Cubs did not use Dylan Floro in the method that the Dodgers are using Dylan Floro successfully. Once the Dodgers lost him and he went to the Reds for 2019, Dylan Floro was good with the Reds. How was he good with the Reds? As a short relief pitcher. 15, 20 pitches and out. 15, 20 pitches and out. The Cubs didn't use him as as one of those guys. If you are assessing a player based on him being improperly used, Who's the fool? The executives are the fools that you know if you're misusing a player, then the executives are being rather foolish. The fan who is overreacting to a player being improperly used, they're also being rather foolish. Now would the Cubs have gotten the same production out of Dylan Floro? that the Dodgers and Reds did. Probably not. Maybe so. But if they were more committed to him and they used him in the fashion that would have benefited him and the rest of the team, it might have gotten more of a benefit than claiming him on waivers and losing him on waivers. It's not just a Dylan Floro thing. As players are tra- traversing the pipe, Wow, that, that word almost didn't come out. As players are traversing through the minor league pipeline. If a player is a starting pitcher, it's best to leave them there. As soon as it becomes apparent, they are probably not going to be a starting pitcher. Because if you're, if you're training a pitcher to be a starting pitcher... He's supposed to be using his three or four pitches quite a bit. Use the fastball, use the curve, use the slider, use the change. All four of the pitches. Once a team decides he's going to be a short relief pitcher, we're going to use him for 15 or 20 pitches and get him out. 15 or 20 pitches, then get him out. There's really not a whole lot of reason to use the third pitch. Use the fastball, use whatever the secondary is. Fastball slider, fastball curve, fastball change, fastball splitter, whatever it is. The goal in an organization should be to properly utilize the talent that you have. Have you ever worked in recruiting? Whether you are in um, like, advertising in an organization and your job is to try to get somebody to Um, commit to doing advertising for your magazine or on your podcast or whatever. Um, It's hard to convince someone, yeah, I'm going to invest money in you. That's really hard to do. The problem or a problem is when you have people who believe in you, then you mess things up and they decide, I used to believe in you, but I no longer do. When you lose support, that's very counterproductive. You've done all the work to get the support, then you've misfired and lost the support. That's what happens when you have a player in your system, he's developing fairly well, but you screw up his development. Did the Cubs screw up Dylan Floro's development? I'm not going to say that. Possibly they were doing the best they possibly could and he needed to get designated for assignment one more time to end up with the Reds or the Dodgers or whoever to figure out who he had to be. Some players have to go to Korea. Some people have to go to Japan. Some teams with some players They get designated for assignment once or twice and they end up at another team and all of a sudden it's all good. They figured it out. Losing talent and watching them, watching those players later do well is really frustrating for fans, for the organization, for everyone. If a team goes through every possible angle, To try to get value out of a player. On the field, in trade, whichever. If the team has gone through every possible angle. And they just... Sorry, you've run out of time. It happens. It happens. And sometimes it completely blows up. There's a lesson with Dylan Floro. properly assess talent. When there are no games, it's really hard to assess talent. But if you can assess your talent better than other teams do, you're in good shape. If you can assess other teams' talent better than they do, you might make it to the sixth game of the World Series. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon, and circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to people.